Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Great news from Sprint. The wait is finally over. The new Samsung Galaxy Note 10 with the powerful S Pen has arrived at Sprint and you can get it for 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. That's right. Get the power of performance and productivity of the Galaxy Note 10 for less than $20 per month. There's never been a better time to switch. To learn more, visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash Galaxy Note 10 or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. $19.79 a month after $19.80 monthly credit apply link to bills with approved credit 18-month lease and new line of service. If canceled, literally remain balance due. Excuse tax coverage and offer not available everywhere through the activation fee restrictions apply. for listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast. My name is Steve Majotter, and joining me, as always, is Jake Watroba. And Armand Kafai. And on today's episode, it is reaction to Mexico 3, USA nil. Now, listeners, before we get into it, you know the drill. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Twitter at UncSamSoccerPod. Send in your thoughts. We had so much this past weekend. Jake, Armand, no pleasantries. Screw that. How do you feel about your national team? How do you feel after losing to Mexico 3-0? Must be nice, huh? You must be real proud. How do you feel about the footballers that represent you, the American, on the international game? Must be nice, huh? Listen, Chief, if you want me to just... if you Do you want me to go off right now? Is that what you want me to do? <laughs> Maybe. Is that what you want me to do? It was an embarrassing performance. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is terrible. This is a terrible performance. I cannot. Oh my god, we're. I know we have to kill twenty minutes here, and I don't want to just start rattling into all these things we're gonna go through. But like, come on, man. How does anybody look at what happened on Friday night, especially Greg Berhalter? How does anybody with a straight face say, "Yeah, well, I thought that was a better performance than the Gold Cup." Come on. What an embarrassing. What a despicable. What a awful performance turned in by the U.S. men's national team. Yeah. Listeners, today's episode is pure reaction. We'll get into the X and O's, Greg Berhalter's comments, players' comments on tomorrow's episode. This is purely emotional. Today's episode is just us venting to you, the listeners, so you get our thoughts to hear what's going on behind the scenes at Uncle Sam's Soccer Pod, what you didn't see Friday night as the goals were flying into Zach Stevens' net. Armand, you said that you weren't surprised by this result. Why? I mean, it's not surprising when a team that just lost to Mexico 1-0 and quite frankly could have lost a little bit worse in that Gold Cup final come out and they haven't improved that much in the last couple months come out and lose again i mean it's not like this team magically got better overnight it's not something i was really surprised about but i think it was more disappointing about how it all went down if that makes any sense 
Ah, I it's an unbelievable feeling. Ha, your national team listeners, your national team, Jake, your national teams sucks. You know why? You play road games on home soil. Every player that plays well for 62 minutes, whether that's in MLS or in Europe, that is somehow American, fans on Twitter get hyped up and have their pants off for this guy because he's the next great thing. Oh, it's just stop. Can we please stop that? I was wrong. I'll admit it. This team is not as talented as I thought they would be. I thought the talent would triumph Greg Berhalter's stubbornness, but I guess I'm wrong. You want to, and here's my big takeaway. This is my instant reaction. Who's taking responsibility for the loss? This is an important note because who in that locker room is going to lead the men onto the field Tuesday night against Uruguay? I say, guys, let's step it up. We need to prove to our fans, our country, to the young generation of footballers looking up to us that no, this matters and this jersey is about winning and performing well. Who do you, who carries that emotion? Because I don't see it, huh? Listeners, you want to know why the Patriots are successful? Why they can take in a migraine of a case in Antonio Brown and still be successful this season? Whether that is by cutting him and being successful or using him to being successful, it's because they have leaders in the locker room. You know why Portugal won the European Championships playing ugly tournament football in 2016? Leadership. Huh? Christian Pulisic, post game. As of right now, yes, we still played with fear against them. And that is what I can't really live with. That needs to change. We're going to go out and give it everything next time. Great, Christian. Great. Thank you. Why, why didn't you, I don't know, implement that idea Friday night before the game? Seriously, who's the leader of this team? It matters, listeners. Under Mexico, Tata, he's 10-0-1. Berhalter, 8 wins, 3 losses, 1 draw. Guys, Greg Berhalter has not been world beaters. Panama, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Guyana, Trinidad and Tobago, Panama again, Carousel and Jamaica. That is the list of teams Greg Berhalter has won against. They haven't even been impressive wins either. That's the other thing, too, about that list of 8 victories is... None of those victories, I, I walked away being like, wow, what a performance by the U.S. That was very clinical, very thorough. No, you never. I never felt good about the U.S. after any of those victories. No, absolutely. And listeners, question of the day. What the hell went wrong for the USA in this match? Well, plain and simply, it's either a growing pain or, I guess more in my opinion, a... It's just something they can't do. I mean, look, uh, look. I think we all agree that United States men's national team has a potential to be something very good. But right now, obviously, it's not there yet. So you have to play to its strengths. You got as a national team coach, you can't go there and expect to implement a system like what Pep Guardiola does in at Manchester City or Jurgen Klopp does at Liverpool. You got to implement something that's relatively, you know, it's still your own style, but it's relatively simple because you don't just you just don't have them for that long i mean he doesn't even have uh he doesn't even have some of his uh players like a michael bradley or outdoor because of the mls season but look the system that they have right now with this playing out of the back it's 
against strong teams just not working. It's not working. Mexico had the ball in certain areas and they received the ball higher up the pitch. And you sit there and you're like, yikes. It's it I think it's one of these things where um I guess the main issue stems from them not having that year. You know that year at 2018 where uh, we watched a team struggle under Dave Sarakan and play useless friendlies here and that waste time. If Greg was there to potentially implement a system, I think he, he maybe would be able to see, hey, this isn't working. Let's change and let's change in 2019. But now you have to use that. You have to use his first year to burn it, and it's just not working. Uh, playing out of the back, I think it's not working. That whatever they're doing, it's not working at all. Who do you blame more, Burhalter or the players? Because it sounds like Bur- Bur- Burhalter. It, you, it has to be Burhalter. I'm I'm sorry. I'll take the opposite. Sure, blame Burhalter all you want, but come on, players, step it up. There's so much hype around each individual player. Is there not? Am I ludicrous for saying that every U.S. fan has some sort... There is some sort of hype around each individual American player. Yeah, maybe a Jossie Zardes doesn't have the same hype as a Christian Pulisic. But when we're talking about this next generation of players under Greg Berhalter, the Pax and Pomicals, the Josh Sargents, the Christian Pulisics, the Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, the list goes on. There's so much hype around these players... That U.S. soccer fans, they cannot put their pants back on. There, there's so much hype for these players. How? When are we going to start criticizing the players saying, you guys need to perform better? You guys that represent us, the fans in this country, representing the red, white, and blue. There is no respect for the American team on the international stage as a team. Individually, yeah, Christian Pulisic probably commands quite a bit of respect across Europe. Absolutely. From Dortmund to Chelsea, great step. But when Christian Pulisic puts on that USA jersey, people say, dang, that guy plays for the U.S. Ha! <laughs> what a joke. What a joke of a federation. The players, in my opinion, they do bear some, a lot of the responsibility, actually, for this performance. But, like, you talk about there's so much promise with some of these names on this roster. You know, you look at Christian Pulisic, Weston McKinney, Serginio Dest. You have Josh Sargent. I mean, guys waiting in the wings and Timothy Weah and Tyler Adams wasn't there. And John Brooks wasn't there. And you know, the list goes on and on, but in the same sense though, none of these players play for a team that plays out of the back. None of these players have any idea what this system is. And that's like the that's the big issue I have here is Greg Berhalter has what, a week, maybe two weeks with some of these guys to communicate to them what he wants to see uh, on the practice field and, and, and how they go about their ways within his system. And while that probably works at the club level because, you know, you're there day in, day out practicing it. I just don't think it works on an international level. I don't think they can do it. And it, I don't know if Greg Berhalter is just stubborn or if Greg Berhalter is just stupid. But I, 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 for the life of me, can't understand how he's had nine months. And like I said, none of the performances have been impressive. Why can't or why hasn't he realized this doesn't work? This, this, There needs to be a change here. 
The U.S. traditionally has always been a team that sits back, plays defense, and hits teams in the counterattack. You have guys like Christian Pulisic. You have guys like Tyler Boyd. You have Serginio Dest. You have Reggie Cannon, guys who uh, can play well on the wings. Why, why isn't that the play style right now? Why are we doing this playing out of the back thing? It doesn't work. It was awful Friday night against Mexico. Constantly, they were being turned over in their own defensive third because Zach Steffen couldn't make a correct pass. And then Mexico gets the ball, and they have the numbers. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't want to continue to go down this road because it's, it's, it's not going to work. And if they continue to play out of the back like this, they are not going to qualify for Qatar saying right now, if they continue to play this stupid uh, style of play they're playing right now, if Greg Guardiola, because he's so infatuated with Pep Guardiola continues to play this way, they are not going to qualify for Qatar 2022. You heard it here first. Jake is not saying that they're going to, to not qualify, by the way, listeners, before you I'm, jump on it. It's- I'm saying if they if they continue to play this way, they will not qualify for the next World Cup. And we will go eight years. It'll be eight years of no World Cup football. I'm t- telling you that right now. You can sit here and say, <laughs> well, you know, they'll beat Panama. They'll beat Honduras. And if, even if that's the case, is that what you want? your federation to just be just, well, we just beat Panama. We beat Honduras. Well, yeah, yeah, we, we can out perform Jamaica every now and then. Yeah. Well, Costa Rica and Mexico, they're better than us, but Hey, you know what? We'll finish in third place in CONCACAF or we'll finish in fourth and have to go play New Zealand and some BS, uh, playoff to qualify for the world cup. Like, is that what you want? Because that is the road they're going down right now. And, This federation, this country deserves better. We have so much money in this country, so many people. There is no reason why the U.S. cannot challenge Mexico to be one of the best teams in the confederation. And right now, they're not. They're not even better than Costa Rica. And I think there's an argument to be made that Panama could be better than them right now. And if you want to accept that and be okay with that, well, then have fun with Greg Guardiola being your manager then. Armand. Aaron Long, post-game, quote, it's a tough system, and we're playing very tough teams right now. It's easy just to kick Long in these games and play direct and maybe get a better result or more chances. But if we want to be a team that plays out of the back, and that's what we want to do, then these are the best games to try it. What's going on here? It's, the players seem to kind of want to play out the back. Great. But they clearly know that time is very limited with the national team. And yeah, the U.S. have their January training camp. But how many players actually from Europe go there? It's all pretty much primarily MLS-based. So Berhalter gets gets to have his fingerprints all over the MLS players. But we want players in Europe. So something has to change. Something has to change so the players in Europe have more time with Greg Berhalter. It's it, it's one of those things, Stephen, where the thing is, uh, some MLS teams do play out of the back, right? They do, right? We can say LAFC does. You can say Dallas tries. I mean, I'm just, just thinking, uh, listing a couple right there. But 
if you look at a guy like Aaron Long, Aaron Ball- Long isn't really used to playing out the back. The, the Red Bulls, they, they they actually touch the ball. I think they're defensive third, like the least of like any MLS team. So a lot of it's just kind of be- skipping lines, playing long balls over the top. That's what Aaron Long is pretty good at. You could argue Zimmerman is good at that as well. And look, I if if Burhalter is really insistent on, you know what? Let's go with this system that, you know, plays at the back. Then I agree. You have to do it no matter what. You, you can't just skip, you know, whatever and be direct in these friendlies. But I think it's going to take Greg to look at it from a different perspective and say, hey, look, beautiful football is cool and all right. But only if you win. <laughs> if you lose, who cares? If you if you if it doesn't get you to a World Cup, who cares? Right. Iran what, didn't play good beautiful point. football. Good point here. Listeners, would you rather have a team that plays beautifully but loses in the round of 16 or a team that's kind of dull but makes it to the semifinals? I don't know. You tell me. Right, like, yeah, like Iran, they didn't play beautiful football, but they almost – they definitely reached the best they've ever had their history of their federation because they're disciplined and drilled. And it's not like the players are bad, but I think this is the next step you have to take in the evolution, right? You have to establish some sort of identity. And then you can build off that identity and add certain things to it. But right now, uh, the identity is just kind of, uh, I mean, guys, remember when we were talking about that uh, right back going into the midfield? Where is he? Where is? Where was it? There, there, he wasn't there. There wasn't like a right back in the midfield or anything like that. He's already tinkered that kind of stuff. And look, it's all cool. Like in theory, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Like Guardiola does it. But it's the U.S. men's national team. And I think it also represents how a little bit behind MLS is. And all these guys are big MLS guys, but on the, the international stage are not good enough. And because MLS isn't the best league in the world. And I think we all know that we all accept that, but it seems like uh, Greg uh, believes that, Hey, look, MLS is a quality league. And a lot of players that have played in MLS are getting significant minutes. So it's one of those, like, I guess, conundrums of sorts. Listeners question of the day. At Unc Sam Soccer Pod, give us your reaction to the U.S. men's national team's 3-0 defeat at the hands of Mexico. What the hell went wrong? Your national team listeners, your national team. You must be thrilled with it. We want to hear it at Unc Sam Soccer Pod. We really do. We, we know Jake's thrilled. We know Armand is thrilled as well. We, we love currently what's going on with the national team it's great fantastic listeners make sure you tune in tomorrow we get a little bit more into the minutiae of the game we're going to talk a little bit more x's and o's a little more tactics listen to some of the things greg berhalter had to say after the match in his press conference you can follow the show on Twitter at Unc Sam Soccer Pod. You can follow Armand Kafai at Armand Kafai. And you can follow Stephen Jodoran at Stephen Jodoran. And you can follow myself at Jake Watroba. For Armand and Stephen, I'm Jake. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
great news from Sprint. The wait is finally over. The new Samsung Galaxy Note 10 with the powerful S Pen has arrived at Sprint and you can get it for 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. That's right, get the power of performance and productivity of the Galaxy Note 10 for less than $20 per month. There's never been a better time to switch. To learn more, visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash Galaxy Note 10 or call 800 Sprint 1 today. 1979 a month after 1980 monthly credit applied with two bills with approved credit 18 month lease and new line of service. If canceled early, remain balance due. Exclusive tax coverage and offer not available everywhere third activation fee restrictions apply. Napa, save up to $10 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude Wiper Blades, plus get Rain-X Glass Cleaner for free. It's a deal so good, you got to see it to believe it. That's a vision joke. And with up to 10 bucks off Rain-X Latitude Wipers plus free Rain-X Glass Cleaner, you'll be able to see almost everything. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 9 30 19